Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Healing School. Healing School is the place where people come to hear and to be healed. What do they come to do? To hear and to be healed. I'm going to do something a little bit different today. And it's going to help you. All right? It's really going to help you. Now, healing, as we have said many times before, but I want to go over that today because this is where a lot of people are missing it. Healing is not natural. It is spiritual. You don't receive healing in your mind. You don't receive healing uh, in your flesh. You receive healing in your spirit. Let me explain that. Your spirit is the real you. I want you to remember that. Your spirit is the real you. The real you is not that image that you see in the mirror. That's only an image of your body. Your body and your soul, which consists of your mind, intellect, will, and emotions, is your soul. Okay? The difference is this. You are a spirit. You have a soul. And you have a body. So you're a three-part being. You're a spirit, soul, and body. The scriptures say, now we know that God is a spirit. Somebody's being healed right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As you hear the word of God, all the misery leave you now in Jesus' name. Again, you are a spirit. You have a soul. And you possess a body. Your soul and your body is separate and apart from your spirit. So you are a three-part being. This is uh, Second Thessalonians, I believe, chapter 5 and verse 23. Okay, Second Thessalonians, chapter 5 and verse 23. Now, Jesus, the Bible said, took your sickness. He took it in his own body. Why? It wasn't never meant to be in yours. You were not built to handle that. So Jesus took it for you. Got it? 
Now, and, th- and this is important for you to know. Before Adam and his wife sinned in the Garden of Eden, there was no sickness. They couldn't get sick. Sickness and disease did not exist. But when they sinned, that's what ushered it all in. That's how it got in here. That's where it come from. Now, but Jesus is called the second and the last Adam. He's called the what? The second and the last Adam. Okay? Jesus came and undid everything that the devil had done through Adam. Jesus came and undid it. That includes sickness and disease. And this is why one of the scriptures says, and with his stripes that Jesus took, God put on his spirit, not his body. Remember, healing is not physical. It is spiritual. Okay? That's very important to know. Now, I want you to think about this. Think about this. If somebody gave you a brand new car for Christmas, pay attention to the words, they gave it to you. They did not loan it to you. They didn't rent it to you. They gave it to you. Everything paid for. Everything. Okay? Watch this here. Who do it belong to you? To you or them? You. It does not belong to them. It belongs to you. So if somebody told you because you didn't buy it, you have to pay for it all over again. You can say, no, I got this as a gift. It was given to me. I have the paperwork on it. I have the receipt. Folks, the word of God is your receipt. Stay with me. The word of God is your receipt. Your birth certificate is a receipt. Did you know that? Yes, ma'am and yes, sir. Your birth certificate is a receipt. Your birth certificate simply means you are not illegal in this earth realm. You are legal. You have a right to be on this earth. It is your receipt. It says 
who you were born to. It tell you your father's name. It tell you your mother's name. It tell you where you were born. It tell you what time you were born. So forth and so on. The next time the devil attack your body with sickness and disease, hold up your birth certificate in the air and wave it around. Say, Mr. Devil, here's my receipt. I'm legal here. You are not. Where's your birth certificate? He don't have one. So he's illegal. He have to go. Open your mouth and command him to leave in the name of Jesus. In the Bible says he have to obey you. James chapter 4 and verse 7. Submit yourself therefore unto God. You must be submitted to God. See, if you're not submitted to God, you're going to get hurt. Because the devil is a low-down, unfair devil. There's nothing fair in him. He don't know nothing about being fair. He can't be fair. There's no fairness in him. James chapter 4 again, verse 7. Submit yourself unto God and resist the devil. You can only resist the devil once you are submitted to God. If you are not submitted to God, you can't resist the devil. Are you listening to me? It's not possible to resist the devil if you are not submitted to God. But notice it said, submit yourself therefore unto God and resist the devil and he will. It didn't say maybe. It didn't say one of these old days. It didn't say, well, if he feel like it. It said, submit yourself therefore unto God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Who is you? Call your first name. That's that's you. Okay? Now, it's simple. All the sickness and all the disease that you are going through, it is illegal. But you are the enforcer of your own healing. You are the enforcer of it. And by the way, healing is not God's best. Health is. For the scripture do say, beloved, I wish that word wish really mean I pray above all things that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospered. Wait a minute. Your soul can prosper? Yes. Yes. He didn't say be healed. He said be in health. 
Many people are in healing. They are not in health. But here's what you need to know. Another scripture says, healing, watch this word, is the children's bread. People get offended when you call them a child. But the scriptures say healing is the children's bread. In other words, now it's time for you to go on to help. Don't keep playing with healing. Because see, listen. You keep getting healed and don't misunderstand it. I want you healed. But I also have to tell you the truth that there is something better than healing. If you are in health, Satan's chances of getting you out of it is too hard. So he want to keep fooling around with people who don't know what I'm sharing with you. Okay? The Bible says in the book of James, uh, started chapter 1 and verse 22 and 23, and I'm paraphrasing it. He that looketh into the perfect law of liberty. What is the perfect law of liberty? It's talking about, it's talking about the word of God. In other words, you can't keep studying the word of God, watch this here, and nothing change. Yes, it will. Now, the devil don't want you to know that because that's the truth. And what did the scripture say about truth? It says truth makes you free. Well, if truth makes you free, a lie will keep you in bondage. See, the devil will hit you. And with the, when you look around to see who did that, with the other hand, he turned to God. But he was the one who hit you all the time. It wasn't God. It was the devil. Well, Brother Elder, uh, uh, you got something else to back that up? Oh, Lord, yes. How much time do you have? Let me give you this. Write this down. St. John chapter 10 and verse 10. St. John chapter 10 and verse 10. The thief cometh. Who's the thief? The devil. So we could say the devil coming to rob, steal, kill. Did you hear that? Kill and destroy. In that same verse of St. John 10.10, 10, Jesus said, but I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. That you may have what? Death. That's not what he said that you may have life, that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Well, how come all these people dying? Because they don't know there's a, a, a serial killer out here. He's loose. His name is Satan. Okay? And this is why Hosea 4 and 6 declares, my people are, uh, perish. They're destroyed for a lack of knowledge. What knowledge? The word of God. 
they don't know Proverbs uh, 18 and 21. Death and life is in the power of your tongue. You have exactly what you say. The doctors thank God for them, but they don't have the last word, even though many of them want you to think that they do. Oh, well, we have to, it's time to call the family in and, and all this rigmarole. And then you, you have family members who love you so much, they love you to death. You don't need nobody loving you to death. Here you want to live, but people come talking about death. And they come sit around to watch you die. Man, listen, uh-uh. I don't think so. See? You ever heard of last will and testament? A will is no good unless the testator of the will first die. The testator of the will have to die first in order for the will to be put into effect. Folks, Jesus is that person. He died. So the Father and Jesus' will can be put into effect. Jesus died, watch this here, and rose again to make sure you get what he died to give you. Lord, have mercy. Nobody else can do that. Nobody else has done that but Jesus. Are you listening to me? I'm telling you, make a decision. Make a decision. Make up in your mind. Well, you know what? Jesus died to give it to me. I want it, and I want everything he died to give me. See? Remember Psalms 103, it started in verse 1, and you can just read on down. Bless the Lord, O my soul. We talked about the soul a moment ago. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. And it continues, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not, and forget not. All his what? Benefits. Did you know when you submit yourself to God, you get saved, you get born again? Now Jesus is your Lord. So you got to make him Lord, but not his Lord. You want to be Savior too. <coughs> Excuse me. But now watch this here. If Jesus is not Lord, he have no right to help you. You have to give him legal jurisdiction. Are you listening to me? You have to give him legal jurisdiction. Have you, and I'm sure you have, have you ever heard of 
the power of attorney. You need to understand the power of attorney. Jesus gave us the power of attorney to use his name. And Jesus said, when you pray, you go to the Father in his name. And if you go to the Father in his in the name of Jesus and in faith, that's what he's going to do. Did you catch that? But you have the power of attorney to use the name of Jesus. Now, when you have faith in the name of Jesus and you release that faith, in Jesus' name, let me tell you something. Miracles jump out. Miracles, signs, and wonders start happening. Are you listening to this? What you think happened to me with my sight? Totally blind. Oh, but you're not hearing a blind man today. I found out that Jesus opened blind eyes. I found out I could have faith in God and get my eyes open. When the doctor is telling me, I'll be this way for the rest of my life. Are you listening to me? Folks, to this very day, Do you know they're still trying to tell me I'm blind? Oh, Mr. Elder, we don't understand. How are you doing what you do? Sir, you are blind. And nothing can change that. I laugh. I just laugh. They'll never understand. Like, I don't understand what they do. They don't understand what I do. So we even. And I'll leave it at that. Folks, the Bible says Jesus cast out the spirits with his words and healed them all. What did he do? He cast out the spirits with his words, and he healed them all. Did you know you can make a decision right now? Tell that devil he's got the illusion. Luke chapter 4 and verse 8. Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me. Okay, Jesus. Why is the spirit of the Lord up on you? It says because. See, he's getting ready to answer that question. Because he have, to my God the Father, have anointed Jesus. Watch this here. With the Holy Spirit and with power. Who went about doing good and healing. Who went about doing what? Good. After he was anointed, he went about doing good and healing all that was oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. 
are you getting this today? Who went about doing what? Good. Who went about doing what? Good. And healing all that was oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Now, Jesus was a man of mankind, just like me and you. He did not come to this earth as God. Even though he was God, he came as a man. That's why he had to be a learned. See, God don't need to be a learned. But he didn't send Jesus as God. He sent Jesus here as the son of man, not as the son of God. Stay with me. Because he sent here as the son of man, Jesus had to be anointed. Now, what does the anointing do? The anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. I'll say it again. The anointing is the burden removing, yoke destroying power of God. Are you getting this? So whatever have you burdened down today, God anointed Jesus to remove it. Destroy that yoke that's been holding you back. That's what the anointing does. It removes the burden. It destroys the yoke. And this is why another scripture says, whom the Son set free is free indeed. Don't you want to be free indeed today? Are you listening to me? Get your mind renewed with the word. Yes. Stop believing, well, this is just life. You know, this is normal. Folks, listen to me. Sickness and disease is not normal. If sickness and disease is normal, why did God send Jesus to move it? If sickness and disease is the will of God, why is God working against himself? Because you, the Bible, say Jesus is the healer. Wait a minute. If his will, if it's his will to heal, if it's his will that you be in health and not be sick, why did God send Jesus to work against himself and to contradict himself? He didn't. The devil would have been lying to you. Somebody had been hurting all night long. You've been in pain. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke it right now in Jesus' name. Your pain leaves you. It goes out in the name of Jesus. Are you listening to me? No, stop now. 
we take authority over you. See, the scripture says, whatsoever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. And whatsoever you loose on earth, see, you, you have the power. Remember, Proverbs 18, verse 21, death and life is in the power, see, you have the power of your tongue. Life is on your tongue. Speak it. You speak it into your spirit. If you speak in debt, you speak in debt to yourself. You speak in debt into your spirit. Romans chapter 8 and verse uh, 2. For the law of the spirit of life. Romans chapter 8 and verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life. In Christ Jesus has made me free. Has made me what? Has made me free from the law of sin and death. He made you free from it. From the law of sin and death. You know, a sickness and disease, huh? little pieces of debt trying to come together to take you out. Is that God? No, that's the devil trying to kill you. But remember, James 4, 7, submit yourself unto who? Unto God. Submit yourself, therefore, unto God and resist the devil. How do you resist the devil? I hear you. You want to know how to resist the devil? Let me tell you, resist that sickness. Resist that disease. Stop taking it just because the devil, you know, uh, excuse me, the doctor said it. What about what Jesus said? After all, who made you? You are a product of the Father, not of the devil. Are you hearing me? You are a product of the Father God, not the devil. You were made, listen now, you were made in the God class. When James chapter 4 and verse 7 says, submit yourself therefore unto God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Do you know what that means? You became the devil's boss. That's right. You became the devil's boss. He have to obey you. He have to go because you told him to. He don't want to, but he have to go if you tell him to. Are you hearing me? He have to go if you tell him to. Oh yes, most believers do not know that but it's right there in the scripture. Folks, if you read no other book in 2023, read the Bible. Read the Bible. Are you listening to me? Read the Bible. Change your life. A lot of people think Jesus just came and died just for sins. That's true, but that's not always the truth. If you say Jesus came to die just to save me from my sins, 
That's incorrect. Yeah, he dealt with the issue, but that's not all. He healed your body. Galatians chapter 3, write this down. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13 and 14 says, Christ has. He have did it already. Christ have redeemed us from the curse of the law. Aren't you tired of living under the curse of sickness and disease? That's a curse. Can that curse be broken? You better believe it. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. This is why this healing school is here. Okay? Christ had redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. He did it for you and me. Curse is everyone that hangs on the truth. What does the curse of the law consist of? Poverty, number one. Sickness, number two. And spiritual debt, number three. You see, folks, I don't have time to go into this, but let me tell you this. There are four kinds of debt. Don't forget you're in school now. There are four kinds of debt. Debt in its original state is being separated from God. It's being without him. That is real debt. Are you listening to me? It's without God. How many of you remember the song, uh, uh, the group, the Beatles? All right. Remember that song, Imagine? That song, Imagine, has a very pretty music arrangement to it. But have you ever listened to the lyrics of the song? You ever listen to the words that they're saying? Did you know they were suggesting to you to live in this world without God? Imagine there's no heaven. Imagine there's no hell below us. Imagine all these things. You may say, I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us. And then the world will be one. You never thought about that, have you? That's what they were suggesting to you. We don't want God. We don't want no hell either. So we're going to reject all of that. And people just go home, man, just singing that song. And they have no clue of the suggestion there. But that song is suggesting to you to live in this world without God. Now, listen, God is not the author of sickness and disease. The devil is. So if you don't have God, the one who gives you good health, or uh, who give you health, or uh, who give you healing, 
What are you going to have? What do you think you're going to have? What the devil want to give you? Now, again, St. John chapter 10, we mentioned earlier, it says, the thief come to rob, steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus said, but I have come. In that same verse, but I have come that you may have life, not death, that you may have life, not short life, not life full of sickness and disease, but you may have life. And that word life there, it means Z-O-E, Zoe. Some people pronounce it Zoe. Some people pronounce it Zoe. Either way, here's what it means. The God kind of life. The what kind? Zoe is the God kind of life. Folks, God is not sick. He gave you his kind of life. No sickness, no disease, none of that. Are oh, you hearing me this morning? You have to make a decision. And enforce it. How do I enforce it? Keep listening to Larry and Helen. We're showing you all the time. See, listen to me. Spiritually speaking, you must become emancipated. Are you hearing me? Spiritually speaking, you must become emancipated. Somebody that is emancipated spiritually, who have the call of God to help you. Folks, listen, everybody can't help you because they don't know how. Have you ever been to a memorial service? Uh, some people call them wakes, funerals, so forth and so on. Let me say this to you. And you hear the, and you hear the, the, the clergyman say, the Lord has given and the Lord has taken it away. That is not true. Not true at all. Why would God send Jesus so you can have life and then he turn around and contradict himself and take it away. That don't work like that. Would you knowingly contradict yourself? No. No. Jesus settled that. He answered that question for you. Again, in St. John chapter 10 and verse 10, the thief, or we could say the devil come to rob, steal, kill, and destroy. But I have come, the scripture says, that you might have what? Jesus have come that you might have life and that you may have it more abundantly. More abundantly. Not less abundance, but more abundance. Lord, have mercy. Do you see this? And listen. At the top of the cross, there's a, there's a sign. The sign reads, Tetelestai. 
It means paid in full. Your help, your healing has been paid in full. Jesus paid the price for you. Now, the thing been paid for, why do you want to go back and pay again? Why do you want to pay for what already belonged to you? Healing already belonged to you. Did you hear me? It's already yours. You don't have to sit there another day full of sickness and disease. No, you don't. Again, my people are going through that for a lack of knowledge. Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the story, and I'll stop here. There was a man went to a cruise on a cruise ship. And so he bought, he brought with him to eat crackers and cheese. And every day he would pass by the dining room and he would look in there and see all of this beautiful food that they are serving. And he was wishing that he could have some of that. But he never got any. So the captain of the ship approached him and said, it has been said to me that you look in, but you never come in and eat. What are you eating? Oh, I brought crackers and cheese from home. He said, why? He said, that's all I can afford. He said, you don't understand. The man said, what? I don't understand. He said, sir, when you bought the ticket for this cruise, everything was included. Your food is included. All of this food that you've been looking at every day belongs to you. You bought it when you bought the ticket. What am I saying to you? Healing is yours, remember? They came to hear and to be healed. They came to hear and to be healed. Jesus then paid for it already. You don't have to pay for that. It's already paid for. It's already yours. The scripture declares, now all things are yours. You want to know how rich you are? Open your Bible and look at everything that Jesus owned, because you own it too. The Bible said we are heirs of God, and we are joint heirs of Jesus, Lord Jesus. That means everything he owned, you own it with him. You are co-owner of that. There's nothing poor about you at all. Jesus purchased your health. Yeah, he did. You read Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13 and 14. Christ have redeemed us. Christ has, has. He did it already. He redeemed you from sickness and disease. He redeemed you from the curse of the law. Again, the curse of the law consists of poverty, 
sickness, and spiritual death. What does it consist of? Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. I trust that bless you this morning.